This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. everybody hello 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 how are you guys today i hope it's good because it's good here i mean not the weather but we needed the rain so (laughs) this was an interesting start to the show quinn yes welcome to trivia for kids podcast thanks for listening we are here for episode number 32 i am casey i am quinn And as Quinn was saying, yes, it wasn't the nicest of days. However, we got a lot of rain and we needed the rain. So I will deal with kind of a gloomy day. Yes. For that. So Quinn, we had a good weekend, didn't we? Mm -hmm. We got one big thing checked off of our list on Friday. What did we get to go do? School shopping. School shopping. It was so much fun. What was the best thing that you got when we went school shopping? Well, I really liked my backpack. And what color is your new backpack? Like a pale banana. That's the name of the color. It's like a really, it's like a yellow, but it's lighter than yellow. It's more green. Like a pastel yellow? Yeah, pastello. Pastel. Wow. I think I just invited it or invented a new color, pastello. And Ren got a new backpack. Thank you so much. Thank you, Crayola. Uh, If you need to give, if you have any job openings for color namers give me a call uh but got a new backpack we got a couple pairs of new shoes got our school supplies it was a good trip yes it was very fun and now we are ready for school to start no i'm not well i am so here we go august 23 bring it on speaking of bringing it on you ready for the joke of the week i am we have somebody who sent us the joke of the week it's a great joke too um this one is from nora her joke is, what did the left eye say to the right eye? I don't know. Something smells between us. <laughs> That's funny. I agree. Does something smell between us? I hope not. Maybe it's your breath. <laughs> Thanks for the joke, Nora. That was a great one. All right. Are we ready to get this started? Let's do this. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started! Round number one. The category is Mary Poppins. Thanks so much to listeners Maddie and Trip for this idea. Thanks, guys. Question one. What are the names of the two children that Mary Poppins is the nanny of? Question two. What is on the handle of Mary Poppins' umbrella? Question three. The Bankses lived on Cherry Tree Lane. What was their house number? 
Question four. What are the real names of the two women who have played Mary Poppins in the movies? Question five. What two-word phrase does Mary Poppins say to the children when she wants them to do something right now? Question six. What incredibly long word do Mary and Bert sing about, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious? Question seven. What was unique about Mary Poppins' bag? And now the answer is to round one. Question one. What are the names of the two children that Mary Poppins is the nanny of? Michael and Jane. Michael and Jane. Two mischievous youngsters living in London with their mother and father. Their father doesn't really care, but they're very rich. And the mom likes to fight for women's equal rights. Yep. <laughs> Question two. What is on the handle of Mary Poppins' umbrella? A parrot head. And I don't know if this is in movie number one or in Mary Poppins Returns, but her parrot starts talking. Oh, yeah. It does in the, yeah. in the newer movies, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Question three. The Bankses lived on Cherry Tree Lane. What was their house number? Lucky number 17. 17 Cherry Tree Lane is where the Bankses lived in London. Question four. What are the real names of the two women who played Mary Poppins in the movies? Julie Andrews was in the original, and Emily Blunt was in the new one. I can't believe you didn't say Emily Blunt in your English accent. Emily Blunt. It's <laughs> like your favorite thing to say in an English accent. Quinn, speaking in English, English accent. Oh, you mean Emily Blunt? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It does sound like me, though. Question five. What two-word phrase does Mary Poppins say to the children when she wants them to do something right now? Spit spot. <laughs> Come along, right. children. Spit spot. That's I should start saying that to you guys. Come on. Come along. Spit spot. Come along, Quinn and Ren. Spit spot. And then you'd be like, go away, mom. Yeah, I'd be like, you're embarrassing me. Question six. What incredibly long word do Mary and Bert sing about, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious? Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Do you know that it's an actual word that means extraordinarily good or wonderful? It really is. We should use that in daily conversations. Like if I come home and you've cleaned the house and I will say, Quinn, this is supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, man. That word is so long. How is that a real word? It's crazy. Question seven. What was unique about Mary Poppins' bag? It was magic. She could keep giant things in it, way bigger than what would fit in the bag. Like, she had a coat hang. Uh, like a coat rack? Yeah, and she had a mirror, a giant mirror. And then when the kids looked in there, there was nothing. It was there. just like a normal bag. 
Round two. The category is rocks and minerals. This category also comes from Maddie and Trip. Question one. Which igneous rock is used in interior decoration, especially in countertops? Question two. Which type of rock can float on water? Question three. What is the study of rocks called? Question four. What type of sedimentary rock is made almost entirely of fossils? Question five. What are the spherical rocks that contain hollow cavities lined with crystals? Question six. Even though we don't usually think of it as such, sand is a type of rock. When it is heated, it can be used in creating what everyday object? Question seven. What type of metamorphic rock are both the Leaning Tower of Pisa and the Taj Mahal made from? And now the answers to round two. Question one. Which igneous rock is used in interior decoration, especially in countertops? Granite. Igneous rock comes from molten magma. So that kind of means countertops made of granite come from volcanoes. Question two. Which type of rock can float on water? Pumice. It is formed from bubbling lava. Due to its rough surface, pumice can be used as an abrasive for scouring and polishing. Pumice stones can be used to smooth rough areas on feet. So, do you know what a pumice stone is? Have you ever seen one? Yes. Do you use them on your feet? Yes. Do you think they tickle? No. Kind of. You have a foot bath thing that has a pumice stone on it, don't mm-hmm. you? And do you rub all the gross stuff off? Oh, I think that's disgusting. So only when <laughs> I only when I need it do I use it. Question three: What is the study of rocks called? Geology. A geologist is a person who studies rocks. Any interest in becoming a geologist? Nope. Nope. It would be kind of cool though to find rocks and gemstones and geodes and all those things. It would. Question four. What type of sedimentary rock is made almost entirely of fossils? Limestone. Limestone is cool because what happens is when shellfish like, you know, anything that has a shell, clams, oysters, crabs, whatever, the shells, when those animals die, the shells start to break down and build up on the seafloor. And then as time goes on, sediment gets on top of that and it compresses everything down and it makes limestone. 
Weird. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Question five. What are the spherical rocks that contain hollow cavities lined with crystals? Geodes. So, um, one time, I can't remember where this was, but I was looking at rocks, and I picked some up, and I brought them home because they had, like, little tiny indents in them, and they were kind of um, sparkly. So I cracked the rock open, and it had, like, mini crystals inside You of found it. a geode? Yeah. That's awesome. So I was actually looking up where we could find geodes, and it said mostly places that are really hot, like deserts. So there's some in Texas, and there's some in California. But it said there's a place in Iowa where you can find geodes. Unfortunately, that's, it's really far from where we live, but that's cool, we'll have to put that on our trip list someday. Yeah. I know it wasn't very close to our house. Yeah, no. Question six. Even though we don't usually think of it as such, sand is a type of rock. When it is heated, it can be used in creating what everyday product? Glass. Did you know that if lightning strikes the sand on a beach, it can make a glass formation? I mean, yes, I suppose I could. Yeah, I think like in some beach places that like if after a lightning storm, there will be little glass formations on the beach if lightning hits. Oh, that's cool. Question seven. What type of metamorphic rock are both the Leaning Tower of Pisa and the Taj Mahal made from? Marble. Do you know what the Leaning Tower and the Taj Mahal look like? The Leaning Tower of Pisa? Yeah. No, um, the other Leaning Tower. The Leaning Tower of Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like a building that was not built very stably. I, you know, I don't know why it leans. I don't know if I it. I don't either. I don't know if it leans because they built it straight and then the ground went, or if they built it crooked. I'm not sure. That would be something I should look up. I don't think they built it crooked. Have you seen the Taj Mahal though? What is that? What is that? Yeah. It's this beautiful temple in India, and it's made of all white marble, and it has these domes. And... Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yep, it's made of compl like completely of marble. That's crazy. so cool. Round three. The category is American folklore. This category idea was brought to us by listeners Odin, Ajax, and Wren. Question one. What enormous lumberjack had a giant blue ox named Babe for a sidekick? Question two. Which folk legend is based on a real person whose attempt to end hunger included traveling and planting apple trees? Question three. Which legendary character fell asleep for 20 years after drinking moonshine in the woods? Question four. Which legendary creature is said to reside in the Pacific Northwest and goes by the name Bigfoot? Question five. Which famous frontiersman was famous for wearing a coonskin hat 
and is said to be able to stare down a bear. Question six. Which mythical creature can best be described as a rabbit with antelope horns? Question seven. Which legendary baseball player is from a poem where he ultimately strikes out? And now the answer is to round three. Question one. What enormous lumberjack had a giant blue ox named Babe for a sidekick? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan is said to have created the land of 10,000 lakes with his footprints, dug the Mississippi River to move logs, built Pikes Peak for a lookout, made a shower out of Yellowstone Falls, and formed the Grand Tetons while playing with his ox. What's the Grand Tetons? Uh, it's something in Wyoming. It's like a mountain formation. It's really beautiful. Cool. Some some sort of mountainy. Teton. Sounds it's fun to say. Yeah. Do you think Paul Bunyan's a real guy? No, he's not. No. Do you know what folklore is? Is it like tall tales? Yes, like tall oh. tales. There you go, like tall tales. Question two. Which folk legend is based on a real person whose attempt to end hunger included traveling and planting apple trees? Johnny Appleseed. Johnny Appleseed is based on John Chapman, a missionary who traded apple trees for old clothes that he gave to the needy. He supposedly wore old worn-out clothes and walked barefoot year-round. Fun fact. Barefoot. Oh my Wait, I got a fun fact. John Chapman and I have the same birthday. We do. Really? Yes. Cool. I had the same birthday as Harry Potter and Harry Potter's author. And J.K. Rowling. Yes, you do. Question three. Which legendary character fell asleep for 20 years after drinking moonshine in the woods? Rip Van Winkle. By the time Rip Van Winkle wakes up, the American Revolution has ended. He claims to be loyal to King George III, being unaware of the events that had occurred. I don't think I've ever heard of this one. You don't, you've never heard of Rip Van Winkle? Nope. He sleeps for like, I don't know, 20 years or something. Oh. Question four. Which legendary creature is said to reside in the Pacific Northwest and goes by the name Bigfoot? Sasquatch. Interesting name. Do you believe in Bigfoot? Do you think he's real? No, but I'm sure there are people with big feet. I, I have big feet, but I, I thankfully am not a Sasquatch living in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> there are people who definitely think Bigfoot is real and claim to have seen him. So I don't know. I'm on the I fence. I've seen him. <laughs> have you? It's a girl. He's my, she's my mother. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yikes. <laughs> I'm joking. Question five. Which famous frontiersman was famous for wearing a coonskin hat and is said to be able to stare down a bear? Davy, Davy Crockett, king of the wild frontier. That's an old song. I don't even know why I know it. But Davy Crockett was a real person who was born in Tennessee and died at the Alamo. What's the Alamo? In San Antonio, there was a big battle at the Alamo. It's 
still standing? It's a building. Oh, I thought it was a war. You just, nope. It's a war. It's no. a building. They say Davy Crockett climbed Niagara Falls on the back of an alligator, wrung the tail off Haley's Comet, and rode on a streak of lightning. Question six. Which mythical creature can best be described as a rabbit with antelope horns? A jackalope. The legend started in Wyoming from a pair of taxidermy experts. Stories soon spread, and some say that jackalopes can imitate any sound, even humans. Okay, that one's new. Never I've s- never heard that they can imitate sound. Do you, I've, I haven't either, but do you know what a jackalope is? Yeah. Have you ever seen one? It's like On a rabbit. Lunchables, come on. It's like a rabbit with horns. But it's just it's just a taxidermist who took a rabbit and then put horns on it. Do you know what a taxidermist is? Yeah, they're like somebody that messes and sews and stitches animals. Yep. Question seven. Which legendary baseball player is from a poem where he ultimately strikes out? Mighty Casey. The poem is called Casey at the Bat by Ernest Thayer, written in 1888. So it's from a poem, and it's about this team called the Mudville Nine, and they're down um, in points, but they're not worried because Mighty Casey is coming up to bat, and he's going to swing, you know, like get them a home run and get them all around, and then they're not worried at all because Mighty Casey is the best baseball player that ever played ball and whatever. And then the poem ends with Mighty Casey has struck out. Wow, Casey. I know. Wow. Round four, the category is state flags. This round is also brought to us by Ajax, Odin, and Wren. Thanks, guys! Question one, which state's flag depicts the Big Dipper and the North Star? Question two. Which state's flag is the only flag to incorporate a national symbol from another country? Question three. Which state's flag shows a picture of a pelican mother feeding her babies in a nest? Question four, which state's flag is almost entirely blue, except for a few words and a small wreath with a silver star in the middle in the upper left-hand corner? Question five, what is the only state flag that features a former U.S. president? Question six, which state is the only American state flag that is not rectangular in shape? Question seven, one of the only elements of this state's flag is a palm tree. Which state's flag is it?
Now the round four answers. Question one. Which state's flag depicts the Big Dipper and the North Star? Alaska. In 1927, more than 30 years before Alaska became a state, the Alaska Department of the American Legion held a flag design contest for Alaskan children, grades 7 through 12. The winner of the contest was Benny Benson, a 13-year-old who was living in an orphanage at the time. Oh, that's kind of sad. But but it's cool that he got to design the state flag. And I think it said he got like $1,000 for a scholarship. So that's cool. Because back, back in 1927, that's, that's a ton of money. It is. Question two. Which state's flag is the only flag to incorporate a national symbol from another country? Hawaii. The upper left quarter of Hawaii's flag is a picture of the Union Jack, which is the flag of the United Kingdom. This dates back to 1793, when a British military captain presented the flag to King Kamehameha I of Hawaii as a symbol of friendship. The Union flag flew as Hawaii's only flag until 1816, when the red, white, and blue stripes were added. So Hawaii's flag, it's it kind of looks like the uh, American flag. So like the upper left-hand corner has a picture of the United Kingdom flag. And then it has red, white, and blue stripes like the American flag has. Oh, that's cool. Question three. Which state's flag shows a picture of a pelican mother feeding her babies in a nest? Louisiana. The pelican has been a symbol of Louisiana since its earliest days as an American territory. In fact, the official state bird is the brown pelican. But when it comes to the flag, the three drops of blood coming from the mother bird's beak represent the far lengths the state is willing to go in order to protect and provide for its citizens. That's kind of graphic. <laughs> like, you look at it like... I wonder what that's a picture of. I wonder what that blood's for. Yeah. It's an interesting flag. I had never seen it before. But um, the basketball team in New Orleans is the New Orleans Pelicans. And now that makes more sense to me because I didn't really get that. Question four. Which state's flag is almost entirely blue, except for a few words and a small wreath with a silver star in the middle on the upper left-hand side? Nevada. Yep, Nevada's flag is almost just completely a blank blue color. But the phrase battle born on the Nevada state flag refers to the fact that Nevada became a state during the Civil War. And the silver star underneath is the reference to its nickname, the Silver State. Question five. What is the only state flag that features a former U.S. president? Washington. As of course. In, of course, right? If you were going to guess, that was probably... A giveaway. As an ode to its namesake, the state of Washington used painter Gilbert Stewart's famous portrait of George Washington to adorn its state flag. So it's basically like a, a blue flag with a picture of George Washington in the middle. Question six. Which state is the only American state flag that is not rectangular in shape? Ohio. Ohio's the only state to have a flag that isn't a rectangle. Instead, it uses a swallow-tailed burgee, which is a flag that has a V-shaped cut in the end. Question seven. One of the only elements in this state's flag is a palm tree. Which state's flag is it? 
South Carolina. Were you going to guess Florida? When I think of palm trees, I think of Florida. And then I saw that the answer was South Carolina, and I thought, is that right? But yes. The state flag of South Carolina is one of the oldest in the United States, having been around in some form since 1775. Along with the palm tree, it also shows a silver crescent. The crescent symbol represents the silver emblem worn on the caps of the South Carolina troops during the Revolutionary War. That's a really cool flag. So yeah, it's just a blue flag with a white palm tree in the middle and then like crescent moon up in the corner. Round number five. The category is minions. This category idea is from the same person who gave us the joke of the week. Nora. Thanks, Nora. Question one. What happens when you crack and shake a minion? Question two. How many fingers does a minion have on each hand? Question three, what color are the evil minions? Question four, all minions are loyal to Gru, but what is Gru's first name? Question five. Which minion was knighted by Queen Elizabeth? Question six. Who is the smallest minion? Question seven. What fruit is the minion's favorite food? And now the answer is to round five. Question one. What happens when you crack and shake a minion? They glow in the dark. Just like a glow in the dark bracelet. Crack them and shake them up. Last night you did glow in the dark ball. It would help if you just have one of the players on your team was a minion. You could just crack and shake him and you could see anything. Yeah, Dan and I played glow in the dark golf and we could have used some glowing minions because it was very dark out there. (laughs) Question two. How many fingers does a minion have on each hand? Only three. Must be hard to grip things. I bet. Question three. What color are the evil minions? Purple. Most minions talk like they have gibberish language, but these, they don't speak a language. They just go... (laughs) (laughs) They do that a lot. (laughs) That's like the main thing that they do. Question four. All minions are loyal to Gru, but what is Gru's first name? Felonious. Okay, okay. I'm confused. I've never heard this, and I, I thought I thought Gru was his name. His mom calls him Gru. Yeah, so I don't know when it says it in the movie, but I just looked it up again just to make sure, and it says Felonious Gru. Oh, man, but what about his twin brother, Drew? Maybe his name is Felonious Drew. 
<laughs> Question five. Which minion was knighted by Queen Elizabeth? Kevin. Um, from Queen Elizabeth, they all received presents for, like, saving the world and everything. Kevin was knighted in... What? He was knighted. Um, Bob got a small crown for his teddy bear. And Stuart got... Stuart. <laughs> I like how they say his name. Ah, Stuart! Stuart got, uh... Stuart got a, a rock star guitar. Question six. Who is the smallest minion? Bob. Is Bob the one that has the teddy bear? Yeah. He's, He's cute. so cute. He's cute. Question seven. Which fruit is the minion's favorite food? Banana. 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 Ren likes to say. Should be favorite Keep food. It. What does she say? Kipela to Kono I don't know. I don't know what she says. Junipela Kono Popaya. Something like that. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one. What are the real names of the two women who have played Mary Poppins in the movies? Julie Andrews and Emily Blunt. Question two. Which type of rock can float on water? Pumice. Question three. Which legendary baseball player is from a poem where he ultimately strikes out? Mighty Casey. Question four, which state's flag is the only flag to incorporate a national symbol from another country? Why? Question five, all minions are loyal to Gru, but what is Gru's first name? Felonious. Question six, what type of sedimentary rock is made almost entirely of fossils? Limestone. Question seven. Which state is the only American state flag that is not rectangular in shape? Ohio. Have you ever been to Ohio? No. Do you ever have any desire to go to Ohio? Mm, kind of. Do you know what cities are in Ohio? What? Have you heard of Cleveland? Yes. Have you heard of Cincinnati? No. No? No. I can't believe... That Gru's first name is Felonious. <laughs> You're going back to that. You didn't do the Minions category, so that was a real shock to you, wasn't it? Yeah, Quinn, well, and I, too, thought that Gru was his first name. But nope, his name is Felonious Gru. His last name is Gru? Yeah. I didn't know that either. So then do you think when he adopted the girls, then their names are Agnes, um, e what's the middle one's name? Agnes, uh, uh. Edith? Edith, yeah, Edith. And what's the little one? Um, what's her name? Um, the cute one. The super cute one. Uh, Margo. Oh, no, that's Mar Margo. Is the, is the oldest yeah, one. Yeah, Agnes is the little one. Oh, yeah, so her name is Agnes Grew and Margo Grew? I guess. I guess. Well, now that our minds have been blown, <laughs> let's call this one a check, right? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. Thanks.
Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast. And if you have a question idea or even an entire category, please email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.